to the Fun Sized Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Safeli. This podcast is your favorite place to learn about all things that revolve around health and wellness for females under 5'3". By listening to the Fun Sized Podcast, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for weight loss, muscle building, eating, exercising, strengthening relationships, overall health, and so much more. I know that petite women like you don't just want to curate a rockin' little body of your dreams. You want to know how to eat right, work out smart, feel energized, have fun, boost your confidence, and how to move through life while continuing to maintain a lean physique, especially when things get messy. This podcast will always give you a dose of realness, practicality, and empowerment you truly need to develop the highest version of you and be proud to be petite. So subscribe now if you're ready for solo episodes from me and interviews from the best little guests around to support you on your mission to become fun-sized. It's Kier here, short for Kirsten, and I teach and coach women under 5'3 how to count macros and lift weights effectively so they can lose weight, build muscle, and gain confidence. On this podcast episode, I want to shed light on a specific topic I've seen thrown around Instagram all the time, which is cheat days. So you might have heard that throwing a cheat day once a week tricks your system into thinking food is plentiful and that it's okay to burn through fat stores and keep fat torching mechanisms high and all that good stuff. And while it's all true to some degree, cheat days are honestly a recipe for disaster for petites, and I'm gonna tell you why. So if you've ever given yourself a cheat day and watched your progress stall for over a week, this podcast episode is for you. So let me first paint you a scenario here. Let's pretend I have two ladies, and I'm even gonna give them names to make it easier. So Nicole is five foot tall, and Kate is five foot six. Nicole, the short girl, typically eats about 1,500 calories per day, and Kate, the tall girl, usually eats about 2,500 calories per day. Let's say both ladies have a super busy Friday and only eat about 600 calories before they got together for their afternoon workout. They did the exact same workout using the exact same weights, same number of sets, same number of reps, and the same rest time. Unfortunately, just because Nicole is smaller, she burned less calories than Kate, and this is a totally different topic about calories expended, but I feel like it's also important to remember in this story as well. But anyway, let's say that they both go out for an early dinner right after their workout. They split an appetizer, they order the same exact entree, and maybe they even split a dessert. So both girls eat the same amount of food, the same types of food. And overall, the total intake for in the entire day is 3,000 calories for both women. So you might be like, whoa, 3,000 calories? That's a lot. But it's actually way easier to do than you think. Trust me. <laughs> but anyway, if we subtract Kate's normal calorie intake from her cheat day, so if we take 3,000 minus 2,500, we get 500 calories. Now, 500 calories is about the amount of one of her normal meals. So at the end of the, the day, at the end of her cheat day, she only put one single meal extra into her body. So this is perfect. This is just the right amount of food for her metabolism to speed up, burn through the extra calories, and then burn through stored fat. 
Kate might be up a pound or two on the scale the next day, but within two more days, her weight might actually dip below what it was. You might have also heard that cheat days can boost your metabolism and replenish glycogen levels on the morning of her cheat day, which is awesome for Kate, right? Like that's exactly what a cheat day should do. However, poor Nicole over there will get the short end of the stick. So if we do the same thing for Nicole, where we subtract her normal calorie intake of 1,500 from her 3,000 calorie cheat day, that comes to 1,500 calories, which is an entire extra day's worth of calories for her. So she had two days worth of food in one day. So it's no wonder that she's up two, three, four pounds on the scale the next day. And what's worse is that she spends the entire next week trying to burn off the extra calories and the added weight. If she's lucky, she might get back to her weight of the week before, but her progress definitely stalled after one cheat day and she probably is feeling a little frustrated and defeated. Now, before I go any further, stalled progress is not the end of the world. You shouldn't always be trying to lose weight every day of your life and there are seasons in your life there's pregnancy and there's so many other reasons why maintaining your weight and gaining weight is okay my biggest fear of talking about this topic and airing this topic airing this podcast is that someone who listens starts to fear food at holidays and events and cheat days and that is not my overall goal My goal is to help you become more aware of what makes you different as a petite and to help you understand why certain things don't work for everyone. In this case, that's large cheat days. And having that awareness is the first step to making long-lasting behavioral changes because I know that when I first figured this out, I was like, oh my god, mind blown. This is a total game changer. So rather than having cheat days, here's what petites should do instead. First off, stop calling it a cheat. A cheat has this negative connotation. It sounds like you did something bad, unplanned, and disloyal, and you're better than that. So instead, I call it a refeed. A refeed is a planned and better said way of giving your body extra calories. Unfortunately, changing the name alone is enough for a regular sized person, but we still have some work to do as petites. Remember that our window of calories is small, and so our refeed meals should not be infinity calories, unless you don't want to see any progress at all. But if you're listening to this, I know that's not you, at least not right now. So what you want to do is you want to make it a refeed meal and not a refeed day, a meal. So taking it back to the example of Kate, who had only one extra meal's worth of food and then lost weight within the following few days, That is exactly the space that we want to be in too. We want an extra meal's worth of calories. It really only takes one extra meal's worth of calories to boost your leptin levels and then tap into those fat stores. You do not need an entire day's worth of food. You definitely don't need to continue it onto the next day. So in most petite cases, I would have between 300 and 600 calories over your normal allotment of calories. And I know it doesn't feel like much, but remember, our window of calories is smaller. So a few years ago, I created a resource for my clients that I called the refeed level chart. 
I would assign a different level refeed to my clients based on their progress. And to be honest, I hit pause on this strategy for a while during my HA recovery phase because I went through this strange personal battle of not wanting to come across as an obsessive calorie counter to my clients. And I felt like reefy meals were the first place I could be a little bit more lenient with. But over the past several weeks of working with my petite clients, I decided that I was going to bring these levels back into my coaching program because I feel like it really does make such a big difference for petites. So I think the fact that I'm coming back to this strategy is enough proof of how effective it really is. So here are my levels. There are three of them. The first level is the smallest and most calculated refeed. It's anywhere from 200 to 400 calories and should be consumed immediately after a hard workout where your glycogen levels need to be restored. It should be something that's easy to track like a sleeve of Pop-Tarts or a big measured bowl of cereal or even a small Chick-fil-A sandwich without the fries. Something that has a nutrition label or nutrition facts that are definite and not estimated. Level two is a little bit more calories and slightly less calculated. It should be anywhere from 400 to 650 calories and is meant to replace one of your normal meals. So this is usually a dinner or maybe even a lunch. An example is two clean, simple rolls of sushi like spicy salmon or California roll. And by clean, I mean something that's not fried and it doesn't have cream cheese or anything else that's going to rack up the calories. You could also do a... Some of these options can quickly put you up over 1,200 calories, which could be your normal intake depending on where you're at. And depending on the situation, I may actually have my clients skip two regular meals in order to be successful with this refeed level. It totally depends on what's going on with the client, how their adherence has been to their macros, and what their goals are. Chipotle bowl, a Subway sandwich, or a homemade burger with a bun and some toppings. This refeed is perfect for when you've got some sort of special event going on, whether it's date night, backyard barbecue, or grabbing lunch with the girls. This level two allows you to have some flexibility without completely blowing your limits and starting over at square one. So most of my clients are assigned level one and level two, and they feel like it's the perfect amount to satisfy their needs, and then they hop right back on track and continue progressing. However, there are a few instances where they are assigned a level three refeed, which I'm sure you could guess by now is more calories and less calculated. So this is kind of what most people think of as a cheat meal or a diet break. It's worth 800 or more calories. And I usually don't have my clients track it at all. So some examples would be a burger with fries, two slices of pizza, pancakes, waffles, French toast, or two to three special rolls of sushi. Still notice though that this is not a refeed day or an all-out binge. It's something that's limited to one meal for me to delegate which refeed level to have and when. But I do believe in having refeed meals to generate a calorie surplus to prevent slowing of a petite's metabolism. When I first started losing weight, when I hired my coach, he never had me had a cheat meal or a refeed meal. And I think that's a large culprit of why I screwed up my metabolism so bad. But anyway, 
because you are on a calorie deficit, which you probably are on if you're trying to lose weight, your body is starting to adapt to that low intake of food. If you continue to keep that low intake of food, your body is going to become sufficient at only taking in that low level of calories. But if we give you a caloric surplus every now and then, a couple things can happen. So your leptin levels will shoot up, which is a hormone that increases your metabolism, and you get this quick little burst where your body burns calories a little bit faster to accommodate for the new incoming food. It's almost like when you spin a wheel and it goes really, really fast at first and then it gradually starts to slow down. That's what your metabolism is doing when you give it a surplus of food. But if you give it too much, your metabolism slows down before it reaches the new calories. And that's where you get that spillover, which might eventually lead to fat storage. But if you give it just enough calories, enough extra calories, like a day, uh, like a meal's worth of <laughs> extra calories, it speeds up. And once it burns all the incoming calories, it begins to tap into those fat stores. And that's why it's so, 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 so important that you get right back on track on your normal intake the next day so that your body taps into those fat stores and you continue to see progress. What generally happens is you might feel really, really hungry the next day. And if you do, that's an incredible sign. That means what you did worked. You sped up your metabolism and now your body is processing things faster, causing you to be hungry faster. But remember, if you were trying to lose weight, then you want to be in that calorie deficit the next day because that's when you need it the most. So I know it's always the hardest day to kind of ignore your hunger and suppress your hunger, but that is the time you need it the most because if you do eat more than your normal intake, if you do continue that calorie surplus, your body's just going to end up as storing that stuff as fat and we don't want that at all. And I remember when I first had this realization and I started trying it out on my body and seeing the changes and seeing it actually work the way it was supposed to work, I was like, oh my God, my mind is blown. And I know my clients feel the exact same way when they start applying these smaller refeed levels to their own regimen. So I hope that you learned a thing or two from this podcast episode. And if you want any more information about my coaching, you can go to funsize.life slash coaching. And for more fun stuff for women under 5'3", you can check out my Instagram at funsize.nutrition. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories and make sure you tag me. I love when you guys do that. So thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.